Ignition. You are now listening to Trap Chat Alley Oop, the fans' plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Presented by Trap Sense 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yeah. Hey, Mikey Charlie. Yeah. Hey, Mikey Charlie. Listen, what's up? Guess what? What? Guess what we are? Who, what are we? We are uh-huh. the NBA yep. champions of the world. Champions, baby. We the champs. Listen, all I could ever dream about as a Raptor fan is watching my team hoist the Larry O'Brien trophy. Ladies and gentlemen, how was your championship summer? Seriously. I am Mike Charlie. And my name is Elicit, as it always is, and I'm right here next to him for yet another season. Season four, baby. Season four, Trap Chat, Alley TCAO, the podcast. Wow. And season four? Season four. We've literally been doing this for four years. Four years. And, and for the first time ever. Toronto, your Toronto, your Toronto Raptors, my Toronto Raptors. Our Toronto Raptors are the NBA champions, the champions of the world, man. Honestly, I'm elated. I've been elated since June. Yeah, <laughs> the vibes just keep going on. It's championship summer. It's the fall time now. It's autumn, but the vibes are still going. Yeah, man. I, I can't tell you how much the last four months have meant to me. As a basketball, it, it never gets old. Man. No man, I can watch. I'm wa- so beautiful. The playoff run, we're gonna get into that. Gonna I, I've football. watched the playoff run at least two, three times now. I've read all the Sports Illustrated magazine. I've seen all the articles, and I think you know what? We're re- pretty prepared to bring you season four of Trap Chat LU. Let me ask you a question, Alyssa. Where can the people find you if they want to, you know? Off with a little something, want to talk to you or well, want your opinion. Well, first of all, you can find us and this podcast pretty much anywhere that you find a podcast. Any any of your favorite podcasting apps, we are there. Just type hashtag TCAO to cow and you will find us. So, there is something new. This isn't just a podcast anymore. Yeah. We are moving this. Breaking news. Breaking news. We are moving this to a real station. And uh, shout out to Say Radio. Seneca York's radio station. Shout out to them. They're giving us an opportunity to play track chat on their station once a week. Nice. So. I like it. Opening up a new new can of worms, shall we say. And uh, a whole bunch of more network for... Toronto Raptor fans to, you know, to chime in and give us their little one too, you know? Hello to all of the listeners. All the new listeners, you are welcome. Follow us at TRAPD95 on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube. Everywhere. Yeah. No? Pretty much everywhere. We're there. there. So, in this show, we're going to take a look back at the historic Toronto Raptors run to win that Larry O'Brien championship. Yeah. Um, we're also going to take a look at the summer. The championship summer. I know everyone was over the moon this summer. Like, I, I want to hear what everyone did this summer to celebrate the Raptors championship. So please hit us up, as I said, at TRAPD95 on Twitter, on Instagram. But yes, we're going to talk about the summer. Great summer, in my opinion. Listen, I, I've never been more excited for Toronto Raptors basketball, except... Except. <laughs> Except when? Last year. Yeah. You know, Kawhi was a part of the Raptors. Danny Green was now part of the Raptors. Um, we did lose our, our you know, beloved DeMar DeRozan. Which we will, who we will talk about. Yes. You know. We'll talk about dearly departed, but we're also going to be talking about who has come on to the, on to the roster. 
who's trying to become a part of the roster, you know, pending uh, training camp and preseason. Uh, There's a, a bunch of fresh new faces, but I'm mad excited about the season. Yeah, we'll talk about that. The jump. On the jump, we will talk about training camp, of course. Preseason, the Raptors are going to be playing in Japan. Uh, got some NBA rumors. And then we're going to look at the season outlook. Um, and then, of course, we're going to give you a bit of our predictions, yeah. like we did last year. And uh, I'd like to say, I think we were right. I think we said that we could see the Toronto Raptors. I want to go back and, 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 and archive this. Whoever's doing the uh, intern, whoever's taking a look at this, please look back at our past shows. And I would like to know. Didn't we call that it was going to be the Golden State Warriors and the, and the Toronto Raptors in the NBA Finals? I'm not sure we said the Raptors were going to win, but I did do so remember saying, competitive yeah, competitive. And, and I knew that we would go six games. I just wasn't sure we were going to win the title. Hey, we did it. We did man, it. What a moment. I'm, I'm still on a, on a cloud nine, man. Look out for the first trap mix of the season coming real soon. Also, you can find us on Mixcloud at TRAPD95. Make sure you check that out. We're going to be doing this throughout the season like we did last season. You can also, you can find me, that's where you can find You can also find me at illicitsound.com and uh, Illicit Sound Radio and pretty much every social media thing. And uh, let's get into it because we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. You are now listening to Trap Chat Alley Oop, the fans' plug for all Raptors talk and more. All right, so Raptors talk. Let's start with the historic run to the NBA Finals and ultimately the NBA Championship. Yeah. So let's start. Are we going to start from the season? We're going to do a rundown well, of the season. Let's or? let's let's quit. Like here, how about this? Basically, the the. The Coles notes of the season. We lost DeMar in the summer, That's but right. we gained Kawhi Leonard. And, and Danny, Danny Green. Green. And halfway through the season, we traded our a few of our Raptors. Uh, uh, there was some Miles, JV. JV. We lost DeLon Wright. DeLon Wright. Uh, who else? I think there was a couple, but oh, uh, Monroe left. Monroe um, left. So there was a bunch of changes, but we acquired... And Marc Gasol. Yes, and Jeremy Lin. And Jeremy Lin, mainly. who, let's be honest, he wasn't, like, the, the greatest player for the Toronto Raptors, but, 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 what? he was still a formidable third-string point guard, no? I mean, yeah. there it, it gave us some depth to be able to actually, like, Kyle got hurt and had a chance to take some time off, and... I don't know. It, it might not have been as easy without a guy like Jeremy Lin. Not that he had the greatest time with the Toronto Raptors, but that depth really helped us win the title. Yeah, not to mention the improvement of Pascal Siakam, who obviously became the, the most, most improved player, player of the year. And, I, and I'm predicting we're going to, we'll talk about this, about this more, but I think he's going to take another huge step and is going to be an all-star this year. Oh yeah, for sure, no doubt. But the Raptors on those strengths and, of course, the uh, the uh, resting of Kawhi. Well, the you infamous, know, the infamous uh, <laughs> load management. Load management, yeah. well, that's too mean. The, let's be honest, load management was designed to keep Kawhi Leonard happy. And, and healthy. And healthy, but I don't know. Let's be honest. It's where San Antonio was complaining about him was that he, you know, maybe he wasn't as hurt as he said and whatever. And, but he knew the playoffs are the most exact thing. And that's all I really cared about. I didn't really care about him playing the full 82 games of the regular season. As Raptors fans, we've been through the regular season. We've got the best record in the East and all that. We don't care for that anymore. Nah, we want to see postseason success. And this is why we, and, you know, Masai made the trade for Kawhi. And obviously it paid off. So, as we moved into the season now, 
the season was was pretty much what you and I expected, no? Yeah, one win short of the, the all-time, all-time record, record. Yeah, 58 wins. Um, but besides that, again, regular season doesn't mean anything. You just had the feeling going into the playoffs that this was a different team. Of course, they had that that swagger. They had the know-how. Like Kawhi and Danny Green have been through been this. there, they, yeah, they yeah. won already. Tried, so. tested, you know. They, yeah. they had that championship pedigree that everyone talks about. Plus, I mean, you can't lie, man. Kawhi was that guy. He carried the team on his back for many a game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even, you know, the game against DeMar coming back. I mean, he stole the ball off DeMar to go down the court. Larry, Larry had a big hand in that, literally. But, I mean, yes, definitely. <laughs> so, or a big butt, literally, or something. That's what DeMar said is, was his big butt yeah, that yeah, had so, in something like that. Lines of that but anyway, the point is, Kawhi was another level player, and he yeah. showed it. Yeah. So, especially coming into the playoffs, um, <laughs> he was on a torrid pace to begin the playoffs. Man, 28 was, points on average or something yeah, like that? he was on some legendary level. Like, he was, like Jordan numbers. Yeah. yeah. Like all-time numbers, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, actually, I think the first few games, it was almost 34 points or something. Like yeah. Over 30 average. Yeah. Like, he carried the Raptors through the most of, of the first round. I mean, it's not like they were facing a formidable opponent in the Orlando Magic. But they did manage to take the first game from us before we swept that one. I mean, realistically, when I look back at the playoffs, I forget we played Orlando. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, no disrespect, but it is disrespect. disrespect. No, it is. And, and it's not meant to be, but it's the truth. I mean, I feel like we started the playoffs when we started playing Philly. Like, Philly was tough, bro. Yeah, we all knew Orlando was just going to be the tune-up. And then Philly was going to be, like, the entree. One of the entree. Philly's better this year. Think so? I, I don't know, man. I know man. Jimmy Butler. Are, are you talking about regular season better? Are you talking about when it matters? I hear you. Know, I don't know. I guess better? we'll see. But I, I think on paper they're better as a as a whole. Yeah, on paper, but in the playoffs, like we've we've seen paper teams here. I know. I, you're 100 right. Um, but that that series, like when Kawhi came into his own, and you started to watch him shut down. Yeah, on the defensive uh, Simmons end. Simmons. Yeah, and you could see him stepping it up on a whole other level. It was. It, it got to a point Two where... Two ways, both ways. I, I think it was Embiid. No, it was Giannis in the second and in the last round. But everybody was making mention of how Kawhi Leonard's defense and Marc Gasol's defense yeah. were Marc on... Marc Gasol's defense was very underrated. And then the shot is the greatest shot in all NBA time. history. All time. Period. That there's not in Raptor history, not in basketball history, in sports history. That's the greatest. If the only thing that could, you know what? The only things that compare to those yeah. are like the walk-off home run for Joe Carter, you know, to win yeah. the title. Like yeah. that one, okay. That one's a bit better because he wins the wins yeah. the championship on it. But no, come on. Anybody that's ever played basketball since they were two years old dreams about a game-winning shot to win game seven game seven yeah remember zero seconds left on the clock the second time this has happened in nba history the other time belonging to michael jeffrey jordan yeah you know so that is definitely amongst the legendary shots of all time in any sport absolutely and i so much so that i got a t-shirt made out of it there's many a t-shirt, it, many a picture. It's just it, tattoos. That, you that, know there's been tattoos. Remember the wall? Yep. Yeah. On the wall yep. that downtown. On Queen Street. Yeah. You know, the, the summer was the, the playoffs were a huge deal in this. Oh city. yeah. The energy was. And and also the cohesiveness. Ridiculous. Didn't matter if you were white, black, purple, orange, yeah. green, random people, gay, random lesbian, people. bisexual, whatever your sexual orientation was. People you would never about. normally people, talk to. Grandma with. would come up to you and yeah. say, "What about the Raptors?" And exactly. You know, and as we all know I'm all for those bandwagon jumpers you know the, we talked a bit about them last year I'm all for them I think they're great more we'll see how many there are we'll see how many yeah, there are the gonna fall off a little bit but you know what at the same time like I know through interactions in Twitter and whatnot there's a lot of fans that are actually like on like new fans are like you know what I like the Raptors this I, be I, hear you. I hear you I, and that's because we're a multicultural city and the world's team that's why. Then the, can we come down to the, you know, the, the, the semifinals and the, the NBA MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I was going to say, Giannis, after losing 
to the to the Raptors said he was having nightmares of Kawhi Leonard and Marcus All double teams. Yeah. And he's gonna be dreaming about that until he plays them again this year, and who knows what happens at this point. Right? Yeah, OG steps it up and uh, takes I, on that. I love it. I don't he he thinks we're repeating. Hey, too. why not, man? Why not say that? Why not be confident and, and that's your goal? So why not say yeah, you're gonna do it? You know, remember, never underestimate the heart of a champion. Agreed. The, the, the turning point for the playoffs would have been, I guess, um, the, the game where game six, where they just came back in the, the end of the third quarter and went into the fourth quarter and won the game and the series. And I thought game. I, I, I missed that. I guess this is the reason why I say that. Because I missed only that quarter. <laughs> the, oh, I, I was in Haiti for a whole bunch of that time. And yet, on the way home, I landed yeah. in, in Atlanta and I watched the first two quarters, the first half, and a bit of the third quarter, and I had to leave and catch my point. Literally, I got to the damn gate, and the, the person was like, are you William? I was like, yep. They said, you're late. You're the last person for the plane. So. I remember I was on the biggest cruise ship of the world at the time, and obviously the, the one bar that was playing the game, they're, uh, you know, like... Mostly Americans, but and still a lot of fans for, for the Raptors. I bet. No, no, no. See, where I was in Atlanta, I was not the only Raptor well, fan, man. I, I, I can't say I wasn't. We weren't the only Raptors fan, but in, I'm talking about specifically that day in the in the in the bar that I was watching. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's me, my friend that I came I came with, and two other people on the other side of the bar. But man, when the Raptors made that comeback, we were talking the most smack. Felt so good because they were talking smack to us the before. whole time. Yeah, because yeah. 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 So finally, you know, we could stand up and start talking. It felt really good. They, they announced that the Raptors won while I was just coming into Toronto, like landing. Like we were, I could see the CN Tower. Yeah. In the air yeah. when they said, and I just wanted to let you know that the Toronto Raptors have won the Eastern Conference Final <laughs> and the plane erupted. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I feel good right now. That's good and, and then we move into the finals, which, like I said, I assumed we would be playing the Golden State Warriors. And the Golden State Warriors, without Kevin Durant, made quick work of both the Portland Trailblazers exactly. and the Houston Rockets. That should be made like, definitely very, underlined. Very, very, very quick. And everybody in the world except us was saying that they were gonna that, that they were way better even without Kevin Durant. Hearing Warriors in three, three, la, la, three, yeah. And then when we won a couple, that it was uh, Draymond Green talking. Well, we're just gonna win the net, yeah. But at the end of the day, man, what happened was you watched a better team beat a weaker team. I don't want to hear any excuses about Durant being hurt because people were talking that they were better without Durant. And then when Clay Thompson went down, come on, Clay was healthy for five of the games. Five and a half of the games. I have a question. Four and a half of the games. How many times did the Warriors beat the Raptors in, was San Francisco? Last season? Uh, wait. Uh, Big fat goose egg. What? Zero? You see? You know what that is? You know what? You know what San Francisco is or, uh, or Oracle was? Yeah. It was Toronto self. Exactly. Exactly. The Raptors shut that city, that uh, building down. Basically, that building. The last game that building was the Raptors winning the championship. That's right. You see, there's a picture. I want to end it this. We have to get out, get to break. Um, I want to end it on this. Is that there's a picture of of uh, Steph Curry standing at, at center court as the Raptors win and he's got his hands up in his head and just look, yep. he looked flabbergasted, frustrated, yep. sad, upset. But I'm going to tell you something this time I'm going to end this. Too bad, so sad. No, other way. Steph Curry's a class act. He yeah. shouted out the Raptors. He congratulated everybody. Honestly, even the Golden State Warriors put out a, a, a page in the, the newspaper to congratulate yeah, the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. I got nothing but love for that franchise. I don't care what anybody says. They, they're still a dynasty. I'm glad. They're we're, so dangerous. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. about that too. We will get to that. Um, but they're the best team in, in this generation right now. And I'm glad the Raptors beat them. And that's how I'm yes. ending this. So come back after the break. We're going to get into the... Uh, 
We're gonna kick it back with the jump and uh, talk a bit about what's coming up in the new season. So stay right there. We'll be right back. All right. I'm Alyssa. I'm Mikey Charlie. And this is Say Radio. Trapped. Chat. Alley oop. Visit trapsis95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at trapd95. Alright, we are back. Alright. Mikey Charlie and Illicit, this is Trap Chat Alley U. Season four. Season four. So one. On Illicit Sound on every podcast place imaginable. And now you can find us also on Say Radio Seneca at York, the voice of Seneca College. So, let's talk a bit about the upcoming season. Yeah. So let's start with some of the the new acquisitions. Um, let's talk a bit about, like, what kind of team that we're expecting here. Because this is not the Kawhi Leonard-Danny Green team anymore. It's just not. Well, I mean... But, no, let me finish. But yeah. the mentality, I think, is going to be very similar. What Kawhi did was what, what I was talking about even before the season began last season. He instilled a championship type of mentality into the Raptors. Like He infused his championship DNA with the Raptors roster. I agree. And I agree. this is what I was, I was hoping that the young guys would soak that up and incorporate that into their DNA and not just win in the regular season but know how to win in the playoffs yeah. and obviously since they have Larry OB in their possession they know how to do that now I think so and and I mean obviously we're counting on big jumps from players to be able to to step up because I'm Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green are huge, huge, huge course, shoes. But to I'm build. confident. Me I mean, too. Listen, you look at at a work ethic like uh, Pascal Siakam. You look at Fred Van Vliet. You know he has that that heart and that hunger. Even Norman Powell. I mean, he he look, had some good moments this in this past playoffs. Like, Norman Powell. Past like, playoffs, he's had good moments. Norman Powell always a bit of an anomaly for me. Because I think he has some serious potential. And, like, he's won us playoff series before. Himself. Yeah. yeah. But, I don't know, man. I'm scared he just doesn't have it consistently. And the but, Raptors need consistency. Right. But he's still a young guy. So, hopefully this season is the season where he shows his he's consistent and he's ready for the big time. I hear you. And, and then, obviously, OG, who added... A, an unfortunate season last year. Yeah, very. Due to injuries, death in the family, he had a rough time. Yeah, he had right? a rough stretch of events happen, and of course, the final one being him injured right before the playoffs started. Yeah. So um, we never got to see him in action in the playoffs, but you know he's hungry to come back. I, I think it's more than he's even hungry. I think he's ready. He looks like he's in super shape. I seen some some drills. And he looks ready. Like hey, he I'm looks not, ready. I'm not to I'm not to knock him because I think he's ready, but I don't really put too much weight into when I see people doing off-season drills. Because every player and their mom does, does off-season drills. I hear you. Has those videos. Actually, Matt Thomas, who's a new Raptors edition, he he kind of had a good point. He said anyone can hit 80, 90 percent in the gym when nothing matters, but it's all about when the lights are on, you're in the in front of the crowd. What's going to happen? What are you going to do? So. Well, you mentioned Matt Thomas. He was the guy I kind of wanted to touch on. I mean, obviously, you know, Holland, Hollis Jefferson. How do you say his name? Rondé Hollis Rondé Jefferson. Hollis yeah. Jefferson. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's going to be a, a staple on the defensive end. Yep, Stanley, um, Johnson. Stanley Johnson's I'll, I'll read, another I'll read, one. Yeah. I'll read the roster. Okay, do it now. Oh, do it now? Bring, just tell me the new guys. That's what I want to know. New guys? I'll just read the old roster. All right. Uh, OG Anobi. Chris Boucher, who's also another. Potential. Listen, Chris Boucher is another X factor here. Yeah. He didn't play too. He didn't play in the summer, right? But I do believe if he's taken a step, even gained a little bit of weight. Yeah. This kid's gonna be deadly. Yeah. O'Shea Brissett, Terrence Davis, Marcus Saul, Dewan Hernandez, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Serge Ibaka, Stanley Johnson, Sagaba. Kanate, not, not I, bad. I, I, that wasn't yeah, bad. I, I wouldn't have even attempted that. One. <laughs> Kyle Lowry, 
Patrick McCaw, Malcolm Miller, Cameron Payne, Norman Powell, Devin Robinson, Pascal Siakam, Isaiah Taylor, Matt Thomas, and Fred Van Vliet. So obviously, this is the preseason this is, this is, roster. Yeah, well, and a lot, of, a lot of these people trend. are going to end up in 905. Yeah, for well, sure. I think that's the, kind of the, the whole vibe. But the plan that being said, when you name them off like that, it's, it's a lot of young players, man. And I'm okay. So Matt Thomas was who we were going to talk about. Yes. Quickly. So coming over from Europe. The European he was league. said to be the best shooter not in the NBA. Yeah. Period. Yeah, the best shooter in professional and, basketball. And now I Please. think, and now I think in the NBA... If, as long as guys can get him open looks, and all he has to do is do what he does, yeah, I have a funny feeling that guy's gonna and fill a void that Danny Green had in the, in terms of the three points, yeah. uh, in terms of scoring. Now, the problem is those other guys, Jefferson and Johnson, and their defense is specialists. Like those guys are deadly on the defensive end, and and, and even and even Cameron Payne too, like another defensive guy, like. They're, these guys are hard-nosed. So we're going to... And as you saw last year when Kawhi wasn't hitting, the Raptors go through a lull of not being able to score. I'm expecting yeah. that again this year. And a lot. And and hopefully Pascal takes a huge step so he can you know get his yeah. own. Even Van, v- Van Vliet. Okay. But Van, the pop, more- I, my concern about Van Vliet is not that he can't score in a high like efficiency rate, because he does. It's just that... His type of game isn't conducive to to high points scored. He, he, we're lucky if he, like, unless he's like again the Thomas guy, where he sits behind the three point line and just fires bombs. Yeah, think, and he can do that. Yeah, but I, think, I don't know if if his role can stay that I anymore. Think, I think Van Vliet's gonna take it to the next level. He's gonna show some more dimension. I hope so. And, and if this is the the issue with losing those two guys, Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard, is. All of them other people need to just step it up a bit. OG Ananobi, we just talked about, hasn't been a factor. Guys like Thomas need to shoot their threes. Those other guys need to play their defense. This is filling all those holes that those guys, that Danny Green and Kawhi did, but separately, right? And And things that it can happen. This this team has that potential. And and lastly, from my X factor, as much as I want to say it's Siakam, I actually think it's Marcus Gasol. Because Marcus Gasol has been a scorer his whole career. And yeah. let's be honest, his role last year wasn't to score. Yeah, but what well, if he has increased touches? Of course he will. Increased minutes and a higher role in the actual offense. I have a funny feeling that he'll go back up to scoring 18 points a game. And if he scores 18, Van Vliet scores 14, uh, Thomas scores 12. Now all of a sudden you made up those points. Yeah, as you well, I was gonna say, uh, Marcus Gasol and Kyle Lowry. It looks like they'll be eased into the season. They won't be playing heavy minutes off the bat. But going back to even Kyle Lowry, remember Kyle Lowry took a step back from scoring last season because of the personnel that was on the roster. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's gonna come back and score what he was scoring at originally, but I'm sure he'll be dialing it up a little bit more. I hear you. So. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of ways that the offense that the void that has been made with the departure of Kawhi and Danny can be made up. So I hear you. To me, it's still a long shot. So here here's the thing. I think the Raptors are still end up with almost 50 wins. I yeah. think I think they get 49 wins. All right. I think not only do they get 49 wins. They shocked the shit out of everybody. Everybody. Yeah, for sure. Including me. <laughs> and that's a hard, you know, hard sell. But I honestly believe they have an opportunity to still be competitive in the Eastern Conference. Oh, easy. Oh, for sure. Easy. I don't know why I'm seeing people rank, ranking the Raptors out of the playoffs and, and nonsense like that. We're going to get that into that a little bit later. But this team... <laughs> They win a championship and they're still not respected. But regardless, um, it's kind of funny actually. Some some guys, you know, talking heads. Which maybe we were talking about maybe doing a new segment called the Talking Heads and adding a little, uh, you know, a, cl- a clip from one of them idiots from TNT or ESPN and wherever, wherever American media in general, and and then show them how brutal they are. Guys like Stephen A. Smith. 
Yeah. And I mean, they're clearly whatever. pandering to their audience, but at the same time, you can sprinkle in at least a little bit of the truth or a little bit of a more realistic aspect to it. No need to always dampen the Raptors. Always, you know, I don't know. And uh, I wanted to also mention DeMar DeRozan here in this little thing. And not just DeMar DeRozan, but but all of the, the players that were, you know, that moved on in trades or otherwise. Um, you know, somebody made mention that DeMar DeRozan should get a ring. <laughs> and I don't think he should get a ring, but he deserves some recognition because you got to have something to be able to trade for something. And DeMar DeRozan was the reason we, you know, yeah. could make a move for Kawhi Leonard. And he bled the Raptors ready. He repped Toronto any chance he got. And even to the point where he's repping Toronto still yeah. right now. Yeah. There was a, an interview done by him recently, and he was, ta- he, I was asked about how he felt with uh, when the yeah, Toronto yes. Raptors won. And he said he was happy for the guys. And it was like, you know... I, at the end of the day, I said this a million times, DeMar DeRozan's a class act. I'd love it if there was some way in the next year or two yeah. they can put bygones be bygones. And I, I mean, it's a business. And bring them back. I wouldn't mind. I bring them back. I know there's a lot of people out there that think otherwise. Why not? Bring him back. He can't be the number one. But he can be an awesome number two. So... You know, bring in Bradley Beal or Giannis Antetokounmpo. That would be great. You know, imagine DeMar DeRozan as a two to Antetokounmpo. That would be... Imagine! That, with guys Siakam. like... With, yeah, Siakam. Yeah, imagine. And then having a guy like Siakam that basically plays every position on the floor. You're, you're looking at a deadly-ass team. Yep. So, let's be honest. The Raptors are not far from being in this... The, elite, in the title contention. level again. Yeah. They're, they're about a year or two away, just like they were a year or two ago. <laughs> two years from... Nah, we're not going to do that. It's not like that, we're though. Not two years from two years? Two year, nah, man. They were two years. We said two years, and they won. I'm saying two years again, and yeah. they might not win, but they're going to be in contention. Yeah, Masai's done a really good job of crafting this team and even the way the contracts end, how they end, when they end. Yeah. He knows I mean, what he's doing. There's... Something like $30 million only on the books. Next year. After next year. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. That's a whole roster to play with. Yeah, it's a clean slate, but at the same time, the Raptors have built such a foundation with winning this championship that... Well, they're going to definitely extend uh, Siakam. And now Masai has spoken about, uh, you know, uh, a contract for Lowry. But... The only way I can give him, like, you know, maybe he signs his, you know, his ex- his extension at one year, like mm-hmm. his one year option or whatever it is, yeah. for thirty three mil, and they give it to him, and then maybe a year later they can, you know, look at it again and and figure it out, and if he wants to sign for very little and and, and retire as a Raptor, like a uh, as a legend. Because that's what he is. Because right now, a year ago, I was saying DeMar DeRozan's the best Raptor of all time. Now, hey. Kyle Lowry's the best Raptor of all time. Brought Larry O.B. here. Kyle Lowry has played more playoff games as a Toronto Raptor than anyone else. Kyle Lowry has played more games than anyone else. That might not be true, but I think it is. And Kyle Lowry... As you just said, brought a Larry O'Brien title yeah. to Toronto. That's undeniable, and that's just and, a fact. And I think that maybe if he wants to stay here, maybe we should reward him. Hopefully, he understands this is a business, he and that we oh, can't knows. afford to pay he, him he, what he has. He's fully aware of, of the business side of things. And either way, I don't think he'll feel slight if it doesn't work out in terms of bringing him back. I, I you know what? Here's also, the thing. No, so he's also so if open he, to it. Yeah. So, but if he doesn't want to come back, say he wants the money, right? And that's what he decides, which is his right. Right. At this point, I don't hate on him for that. Like no. the Kawhi Leonard thing's a little different. I don't think he should have left. Kyle Lowry, after he's done, do well, your thing. Well, you want to go I, back to Philly, homie? Again, with go Kawhi, with Kawhi, I'm not mad at Kawhi either. 
uh, I'm not mad at him. He, he, we'll talk about that. Yeah. I, I'm, he did what he, he did. What he did. He he made his decision. I'm not saying it's the right decision, but I respect his decision. I respect it. We have no choice but to respect it. Doesn't mean I like it, and I think it was a good move. I think it was a terrible move, but we can talk about that in the next segment. Um, but back to Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry looked like, like when he was on the parade route, he looked like the happiest guy on the planet. He looked like he was at home. And all I could keep thinking to myself was, I kept wanting to trade this guy. <laughs> I wanted to trade this guy so many damn times. Uh-huh. I'm glad we didn't. Yeah. And I, the only reason I wanted to trade him was because I loved DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, I, and I remember even the summer before we were saying, oh, they should trade Lowry after looking to make a move. Well, but that's what I'm saying. In hindsight, Masai made the right move. No, well, always. I mean, you can't argue at this point anything that happened because we're sitting on top of the world and some teams don't ever even get a chance to do that. There's teams in the NBA, like, I have to look it up, but there are teams Players. in the NBA, no, teams in the yeah. NBA that have never won a title. Uh, the Clippers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They've never even been to the finals? And I don't think they're going to. Well, that's another topic for another day. Because we're not going to cover that today, but yeah. Paul George ain't even starting the season. Kawhi is not even starting the uh, preseason. I think he's going to be sitting out a couple games. And, but, and then that, says that there's no load management. Yeah, but I mean, again, that's beginning of the season. Why even risk it? Just sit out and then get yourself ready for what it really matters. But regardless, we're not talking about the Clippers. We're talking about the Raptors. So, um... So here, here, oh sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, saying in terms of moves that the Raptors might make during the during the season, um, I'm kind of set on the fact that I don't think they're gonna make any real big changes unless they're really bad, and I don't foresee that. So it, I don't think Gasol gets traded. I don't think Ibaka gets traded. I don't think Lowry gets traded. I do think they re, they extend Van Vliet and. Of course, Siakam. I think Siakam happens first, and it happens in the very near future. Maybe before opening night. But what if the Raptors actually play very well this season, and they're just that one piece away from like really contending? So then I think Ibaka is on the on the trade block because we have a lot of big players. Mm-hmm. If it has so not- to be one of those guys, then yeah. I, I think it's him. He's the odd man out because we have his skill set in other places now. Doesn't mean he's not a star. And I love Ibaka. I think he gave the gave the Raptors some grit and some heart, and especially in that Milwaukee series. Yeah. He so, really stepped up as the playoffs went along. So, well, he had a great season, too. There was a, he was arguably an all-star with his numbers. Like, he just didn't make it because the Raptors don't get any credit. But his numbers were just as good as anybody else's. Same with Siakam. Yeah. They were solid players, man, solid pieces. So, um... I guess we're gonna move into next session, but this is uh, Trap Chat Alley Oop. Trap Chat Alley Oop on a new format. Say Radio, the voice of Seneca College. You can also find us on every place that you can find podcasts. iTunes, podcasts, uh, Google Google Play, uh, anywhere. You can find them all. Yeah. All right. So we'll be right back. Tee up the, uh, what our predictions look like in the next season. It's Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Trap Chat Alley we're back. My name is Illicit. I am Mikey Charlie. And, and uh, this is Trap Chat Alley Oop on every place you can find a podcast. Say radio. You'll find it on Illicit Sound. We're pretty much everywhere. And if you're lost, visit anchor.fm slash TCAO. TCAO. And you will find us. Takao. Hashtag TCAO. I am Mikey Charlie. My man Illicit here too. 
We're rolling into this last segment of our show. No, no, two more segments. This one and one left. I know, new format, it threw you off a little bit. <laughs> so, we are gonna get into a bit of predictions though. Let's start there, all right? Yeah. So, how far do you think the Raptors actually make it this year? I already said that I think they're gonna end up with 49 or 50 wins. So let's start there. How many wins in the regular season? I say 53. I think they got 53. What? Yeah. 53? 53. Are you serious? I know, I know I sound crazy. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Why not? Uh, I'm not, I'm taking the under on that one. Cause remember, people also forget that Nick Nurse in his first season as head coach, he actually did his thing. Like people, I think he's an underestimated part of the Raptors championship run. There's no question. He did, he did some things. He did things that no other coach would have ever done. Yeah. So I don't think you should underestimate the fact that him alone or him combined with the team can generate another two or three extra wins from what you would normally put them for the season. So that's why I say 53 wins. Shout out to my man, Nick Nurse. I hope you're right. Um, I love Nick Nurse. I think he's an awesome play, uh, coach, and I think that he's he did things in the playoffs and no other yeah, coach would. Yeah, unorthodox. He has, he has like, a, me- the he has a method. A, the guy did a box in one. Yeah. A box in one. Listen, Steph I haven't seen a box in one since elementary school. You see Steph Curry's shirt uh, recently throwing some shade to the box in one? I mean, I know he's a little bit mad, but it worked, didn't it? It really shook up the Raptors' uh, defense there for a little bit, and it shook the. the well, because <laughs> the Warriors were like, "What is this? What is this? What do I do? How do I? How do I get?" Out? And the irony is the Jackie defense. They, yeah, the irony is though, like they should have been able. They're a good team to actually break that that zone, but it's they unexpected. just weren't ready for it, man. Yeah, it's unexpected. It, it blew them out of the water. They just were not ready for it. So shout out to McNurse. I absolutely agree with you. You're saying 53. I think it's under that. I think it's 49.50. So let's go into the playoffs then, right? Yeah. Give me your eight Eastern Conference playoff teams. Man, this is such like, this put me on the spot. Whatever, man. All right, obviously the Raptors, we got Philly. No, no, I want to hear them in order. order. Yeah, man. We could change this. It's not going to stay in stone, but. This is a regular season. Okay, I got Philly. Philly in first. Uh, then I got Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Then I got the Raptors. All right. And then I have Indiana. And I'm going to put Boston number five. All right. Now, these next three are hard. Um, Orlando. I'm going to give Orlando. All right. Yeah, man. They didn't get worse. They're maturing. Um, Number seven... I'll go with Detroit. Detroit? You got one more. And number eight. I'm going to say Brooklyn again. Really? Brooklyn, yeah. You and I are way off on this one, man. Um, Right from the top. I think you're wrong. I think it goes Milwaukee first. Uh Uh-huh. Again. Okay. I think Philly's right underneath them. Like, I almost think that, like, they could even tie in the regular season standings. And Milwaukee have the tiebreaker. Like, it could be that close. Uh-huh. Milwaukee won, Philly two, right? Man. I'm going to say Boston three. Okay. Um, I'm not opposed to where you put the Raptors. I'm going to put them at four. Still home court advantage. Yeah. But I, uh, I think they're going to end up fourth just behind Boston. Um... After that, this is where I think you're way wrong. Indiana, I agree. So that one actually we agreed on. It's yeah. about the only one in, in five that we agreed at, number okay. five. Um, after that, you said, what was it? You said... Uh, I had... Uh, so six was Detroit, you said? Detroit was in there. I think Detroit well, was seven. Oh, you said Orlando. So Orlando. here's the thing. So I'm going Miami. Okay. Detroit. Nah. Orlando, Detroit. Miami, Orlando, Detroit. Yep. Okay. And you're mad to think Brooklyn makes the freaking playoffs. There is not a way in hell they're making the eighth seed. Kyrie Irving <laughs> needs to play 82 games for that to even be Remember they have, half possible. They have Dinwiddie. They have a lot of guys. They have 
I should say a lot, but they have some other guys that can produce. Nah, man. It wasn't, it wasn't nah, just, man. It was just D'Angelo Russell alone last season. I don't know. So that as D'Angelo Russell is the, the, the pivoting point here, pick your eight Western Conference teams. In order. Damn. Houston, number one. In the regular season. Uh, okay. Regular season. All right. Um... LA, LA, two and three. Which I don't, one? I, I, I guess that's what Either I'm or? Number two and number three are going to be LA teams. Interchangeable. Pick Could one, be, man. Which one are you putting first? I'll put Clippers and Lakers. There. Wow. Okay. And, uh, right. man, the West is so stacked. I'm going to say Denver four, Portland five, Utah six. Uh, who else is out there, man? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put. Uh, you, you, Dallas seven. Yeah, man. and uh, number eight. Who's gonna take that last spot? Hmm. I uh, oh. How did I? Forget? I, I was. I I'm waiting for the. I'm waiting for the boo. I'm waiting for the boo. No, no. I pivoted I on Russell. <laughs> I, I pivoted forgot, on I Russell. Golden State. So that see, there's so many stacked teams, man. Like so, where? Okay. Go, okay. So slot Golden State in somewhere and move everybody yeah, yeah, else down. Be, I'm gonna have to put them four. I'm gonna put them four. You're this mad. This four. You put them behind the LA teams. You're yeah. crazy. I'm not. You're I'm, crazy. No, hey, I could. I could see where you're coming from. That's not impossible. But listen, listen honestly, listen, the, listen. the difference is not even going to be more than two or three games uh, in the top four. Basically, we picked the same teams again. Yeah. Last, but the, the last conference was a little different. This, I agree with you in terms of what the teams are. Yeah. But your order is so wrong. Number honestly, one. In, in number the, one. All I'm saying is in the West. The whole from one to eight is going to be decided between like five, five games. games. I absolutely agree with you. So here it is. Number one, the Houston Rockets. I agree with you. Yeah. Number two, come on now. Utah, my friend. They got better. They, they did get better. Denver is number three. They got better. Every team got better. The, yeah, but like. Except for, now, except for Golden now, State. And then number four. Then it's Golden State. I can't believe I'm putting those other two teams before them, but I feel like this year they are going to get knocked down. Yet, they have four All-Stars again on their team this year. Four! Yeah. That team, we're, we're counting them out and putting them in fourth like the Raptors. Th- that it could very well be the Raptors and the Golden State Warriors in the finals it again. Could be. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I never said. So, remember, this is a regular season I know, we're talking I know. About. So that's four. I'm not talking about the playoffs. Number five. Number five. Because now that... I haven't got to your L.A. teams yet. So here we are. Five. The Lakers. You got one. Number six. Portland. Yeah. Number seven. All right. I'm going to put the Clippers in there. And here's the thing. I'm not being a hater. Kawhi Leonard is a star. Paul George is a star. Harkless is pretty good. They got a scorer in... in, uh, Lou Williams, the team's not bad. But, bad. but, they are so injury prone, all of them, two, two, they're not deep at all. Go look at the roster. After after their first five guys I just named, they look like the freaking Raptors. And then, then, after them, you know, Paul George, out already a month, maybe two. You just said, and I completely agree with you 110%, the NBA Western Conference is going to be decided by five games. From the eighth seat to the first seat, five games. Which means you put Paul George out for a month and a half. You put Kawhi out even out for five games. Let's say 10 games. Honestly, if they don't win that 17-5 and five like the Raptors did, and there's no way in hell that's going to happen, <laughs> if that doesn't happen, they drop down into the 8th place in the, the Western Conference. If not, don't even make the playoffs. Because your team Dallas that you put in number 8 is a wicked-ass team, and they got way better. You forgot that last year they were so good, and this year, they have the unicorn. 
Yeah. I'm telling you right now, that team is my my number eight. So they're gonna be awesome. Yeah, they're gonna be. A good so the only team that I, we didn't agree on, but I, is well, we guess we agreed on them all because you put Golden State back in the in the mix. So I agree. Those are the eight. But the Clippers are no way in hell. They're not number two. Not even close. We'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, listen, let, let's, when, the let's, ball, when the ball is thrown this? into you the ever, air. You ever watch the starters? We're going to wrap it up. Hey, you know what? we got to take a break. We'll finish this segment off and when we come back. Um, my name is Elicit. This is Mikey Charlie. We're on every place that you can find a podcast. Trap Chat Alley U. Trap Chat Alley U. Hashtag TCAO. Also on Say Radio, the voice of Seneca College. We'll be right back. Trap Chat Alley The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Alright, we're back. I'm Elicit and I'm with my boy Mikey Charlie and we're going to get right back into this because I had one more thing I wanted to point out here. What do you want to say? I want to make you... A, so, you ever watch the starters? Which is yeah. another... Basketball podcast and now on NBA TV. I don't well, know if they're. They, I think they got pulled. I think. Yeah, I don't know. but I think they're in some reincarnation. They'll be back. So, but have you ever watched this? You yeah, obviously yeah. watch the show. So they do a, a a bet every day, every day, and they take a a a, a gamble on what teams are going to win. And at the end of the year, or at the end of the month, they have to do something stupid to just because of the you know the outcome, lose. right? Yeah. So. I want to extend that since those guys are, are you know, our Toronto mates and yeah. uh, from Mississauga. So shout out to the starters. I want to continue that. And I bet you, I don't know what's, we can figure out the bet during the regular season here. We have lots of time. But I bet you that the that the, the LA Clippers yeah. finish closer to seventh That's than second. Two. Okay. All right. I'll take that bet. I'll All right, that bet. and well, we can figure it out. Think about it. Maybe we'll come back next week and we'll talk a bit about it, and and we can decide more of a of a finalized bet. But the bet is, I think that the Clippers will end closer to the bottom, if not in a playoffs at all. But I, I think they'll make the playoffs. Then the second seat, and you think the second seat? Yes. All right. So, how about this? Anybody out there that wants to get involved in some of this conversation? We'd love to hear from you. And we're on all social media outlets. At TRAPD95, Instagram, Twitter, everything. Facebook, YouTube, all that. You can hit me up on illicitsound.com too. I don't care. Just, we'd love to hear from you. So Hit me up at Mikey Charlie, Instagram, Twitter, you know. Here's the question. Where does the LA Clippers fall in the regular season standings? That's the question. I say seven. I Mikey Charlie two. says two. I hope he's wrong. I'm not even for the bet, cause I don't know. He's a hater, man. Nah, man. You a hater? Nah, man. man. You okay? Gatekeeper. All right. So, so you know what? Here's my segue. <laughs> I I bet Kawhi's. Uh, Sister would love a gatekeeper right oh, now. Wow. wow, we went there. What? We went there. Wow. Because uh, uh, Kawhi's sister looks like she's going to be locked up in a gate for a very, very, very long this time. Is, uh, this is not the sister that you think about when you think about Kawhi's sister. It's some other sister. Come on. When you went, I don't even know where she came from, to be but honest. When you, come on, look at when a picture yeah, of her. You, the you know it's Kawhi Leonard's sister, though. Yeah. It looks like Kawhi Leonard as a girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know it's his sister. And that being said, the story goes... They, they they stole some. They robbed some old a lady, lady at the casino that for for eight hundred dollars worth of goods stuff. Yeah. yeah. Apparently they knocked her over the head or something, and she ended up eight hundred dollars. Kawhi Leonard just signed a contract with the Clippers for forty four million dollars. Yeah, I don't. Again, I'm not condoning what she did at all. But I don't know how close she is to Kawhi and what type. It's eight hundred dollars, even if you never no, see goddamn family I'm, I'm, ever. I'm, that's what I say. I'm not. I'm not condoning what she did. I'm not condoning 
any type of robbery or anything like that. No, 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 no. But that's not the point. The point is you can't ask. I don't care how estranged you are. It's eight hundred dollars to a, a family member who just signed a contract for a hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah, I don't understand. But it people... makes no sense. That's the f come on. When you read this article, right? Of course. Tell me you. Tell me you didn't go. Tell me you didn't go. Oh, Kawhi, go spend time with your family, buddy. That's <laughs> what you wanted to go home to, right? You know, in in NBA history, it's only happened one other time that an NBA champion left the team to go somewhere else, to sign somewhere else. I think it was Tyson Chandler. Yeah. With with Dallas, yeah. I think. Yeah. And they knew they blew it up after, just like the Raptors. So they, and the Raptors didn't even blow it up, but they, they Dallas blew it up completely after they won. And that's probably why he left. But everybody else that's ever won a title that had to resign, always resign. So you want to go home? Go, go to your uh, your football game the other Somebody day and get bitter, booed. Man. Somebody booed. You got booed in your own hometown, homie. Listen, it's bitter. Damn, man. Nah, man. I, I just, Why are you so bitter? All the things that he wanted to do at home, Toronto gave him. I'm not and now he no. goes I'm home. Not no, oh, he's been home for three months. Home is home, though. He's I, been home for three months. For the only thing that this city does not have, and we talk about this all the time, the only thing. It's this bloody cold here. Well, it only, gets really, really cold in yeah, Toronto. Yeah, but the only thing is that his family's there. That's that's what he's looking yeah, at. Yeah, but not looking at it the, listen, the way that we're looking if, at it. if my sister was going out and killing people, I wouldn't want to be by my family well, to play basketball. How are you supposed to know that? Can he predict in his mind that his sister's going to end up killing? Ah, uh, no, but... Killing somebody? No, but... I don't know. Like killing? It's murder. Like killing somebody? I don't know, man. At the end of the day, I... I bet there's going to be way too many off-court distractions. There might be. I think that the team is not healthy. They will not do anything compared to what they're expected to do. By you and everybody else. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know about that. We'll, we will see how it pans out. But, I mean, the thing, same could, thing could be said for the Lakers. Well, I agree, like, in terms of especially health issues. But as a long haul, if you look at their rosters, why I put them in third, is they're really deep. They're really deep. Yeah. They have a bunch of a bunch of veteran players that have know how to win. And whenever you put LeBron James on the team, he makes everybody else that much better. I, it's true, but he's getting older too. I, he doesn't need to be the star there anymore. They want Anthony Davis to be the star. They want him to be. He, can he stay healthy? Ah, uh, well, that's the question. I hear you. I hear that's you. The question. Which. Which pivots now to the last bit of the, the conversation here before we wrap it up. Is that fantasy basketball is coming back. Yeah. Is coming back. We Our league last year was a keeper league, so I kept for my two keepers. I made a big trade halfway through the season where I traded Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Both. And I ended up with Przingis. Now, I knew he wasn't going to play the rest of the last season. But at the same time, he only costed a dollar in the draft. Yep. So I thought to myself, I'll you sell, too. I'll sell out this year because I knew I wasn't gonna win, and I still made it to the semis. Yep. Not and, bad. Not bad. And and I decided that it was better to go for Przingis. So I have a healthy Przingis coming in at a dollar, and I have, I think it was Mark Markinen, who was my other guy that I picked at five dollars. So. I have two young players at six bucks, so I have ninety-four dollars still to build the rest of my my roster. Who did you keep? I kept well. Uh, going back to last year, I had Nikola Jokic, so I had to keep. I ah, had to keep Jokic. He's top although, top three this year again. Although he came at a little bit of he. What did you pay for? Value. I think he paid like thirty. Oh my God, bro! So he's gonna go still, for. He would have gone so, for eighty dollars exactly, this year. That's what I'm saying. So still, it's still a, a value. No not, man, that's not like the, your type of value, but no, still a good no, value. No, I bet you know what. I bet that's about the same. I'm serious. You're looking at a guy who's top three fantasy player on your yeah. team, bro. Yeah, he saw it. So I, I had to keep Joker. I, I hear you. I had to keep him. I, I might have done the same. And of course, I mean, I got Pascal Siakam for a dollar. Oh. I, actually, I actually got him oh. in a trade. Oh. See, you see, I got and, him in a trade because I knew I saw that value coming. I won't lie. That might be the deal. That puts yeah. you in contention to win a title this year. Yeah. Seriously. Yakum for Seriously. $1. $1. Yeah, man. 
He's like the dollar, the penny stock. Yeah. He's my penny I, stock. There was guys I let go for a dollar. I had a Baca for a dollar. I had a couple guys that I yeah. could have. But the two guys that I looked at overall yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that too. fit my roster, yeah, it was those two. So we'll see what happens. I'm ready to do it. Yeah. So should be good. And we'll do another another league for Trapped again. And maybe we'll care a little more this time. Yeah. We'll try a, a little, little GM, harder. Know, a little, GM. little more work than we did last year. Yeah. We're also going to do a bunch of new segments, so look out for that as well. We're going to do a, a, a Jack It Up segment. We're going to take some quotes from uh, our beloved Jack Armstrong. Yeah. We're going to probably talk some crap about those ESPN and American talking heads. We're going to have the Raptors tales. We're going to tell you. Well, we have a whole bunch of more stories now. So oh, man. There's so much to talk about now. Yeah. Agreed. And then I have the Come On Man segment. What the ref. What the ref. It's going to be a really good season. I'm looking forward to it, man. And, and I like the new format. It's going to take us a little time to get used to, so work out the kinks. But this has been a good first show, I yeah, would say. And we may be coming to a bar near you, so look out for that as well. As well. So, again, my name is Illicit. And I am. And Mikey he is Mikey Charlie. Charlie. We are Trap Chat Alley Oop. Together, we're on all of the, the podcast formats. You can find us on Google. You can find us on iTunes. You can pretty much find us everywhere. You can also find us on Illicit Sound, Say Radio, yes. the voice of Seneca College. Also, man, we're all over the place. So yeah. come find us. We're, all, we're looking for you. We're looking for some new segments and some, some new talk, Raptor talk from you. So get involved. Trap Chat, Alley Oop, the fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. You know what it is. And we are out. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at trapd95. Yeah.